It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Call now at 615-844-5600. Now, the McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin. afternoon to you and yes it is time for the mcfarland show here on wnsr darren and justin here with you yes sir for the next two hours devlin is alongside the strike and spare family fun center studio on this kind of dreary yeah last day of january it is and it feels like it it's appropriate for a change uh we've had (laughs) days in the 70s here in january Yep. Earlier in the month, and yeah. we are certainly not there today. We are not. It will not be there tomorrow. Either. No. So be if you're careful. looking for uh, sunny skies and beauty tomorrow, maybe the pool's opening up. That's no, not happening. No, it's no, not happening. No. It's not happening. We got a lot of things to get into today. Tim Corbin, we'll go over to West End. How about that? Talk to Tim Corb, and Corbs is what I affectionately known as Corbs. Corbs, okay. Uh, we'll join us in about 15 minutes or so. We'll talk about this. It doesn't again. It doesn't feel like baseball season, but their season's about to start. Yeah, a few weeks simple. away. Yeah, yes. they always get started, which usually they take some nice warm trips. Yes, and play in some nice cool or nice warm. Yeah, tournaments. Yes, cool locations. Arizona, Arizona warm, warm locations. California. Yeah, Texas. They're on the Super Bowl. Hawaii. Yeah, they follow the Super Bowl. Uh, uh, line of thinking going yes. to warm climates here. Yeah, it's a smart move. And uh, if you have the cloud of Tim Corbin, uh, that's what you should do. Yes. Start somewhere nice and warm. Yes. Well, they're Vanderbilt after all. They're known for, you know, the brilliance. That's uh, that's kind of what they do. They're smart people? That That's the rumor. Okay. Okay. So he'll join us in about 15 minutes. We'll head to Chicago to begin the second hour. We told you a story yesterday <laughs> about Patrick Mahomes senior what he said about the draft process in 2017 we'll uh we'll talk to someone from 670 the score at mm-hmm. three o'clock it's gonna be uh i've heard the segment have you heard the segment no i've heard the segment and yeah i mean it was painful he said <laughs> things blew up after that interview. after the interview yes yeah i can imagine i didn't hear after the interview so i heard the actual people were not interview a, though people were not in a good mood uh, you know you know, they got they got a chance to do it over, though. They got to do over. I don't know if Patrick Mahomes is in this next draft, but, uh, you know, at least you get a chance to try again here. Don't think so. Uh, speaking of that, you've got the Senior Bowl down in Mobile, Alabama. So a lot of folks down there, yeah, yeah, yeah. including new Titans general manager, Rand Carthen. So a lot of the Titans personnel down there exploring uh, talent. They'll have uh, a high draft pick, the 11th pick. Overall, Will Levis mm-hmm. not going. Okay, and apparently some people are saying that's not good. And he's well, like, "Well, I got a broken foot, so I don't feel comfortable." Yeah, yeah. Or a broken toe. I think yeah, he said yeah. a broken big toe. Let me see. Listen, or I just throw that. Well, up. Whatever broken... it is, he doesn't feel comfortable going out there and trying to display his skills uh, in a move that you know. And listen, we're at broken that toe. Broken toe. Broken toe. We're at this point. 
in the draft cycle where a bad workout or a bad showing could cost you a few hundred thousand, if not, you know, a few million dollars um, based on where you're drafted. You know, where you're drafted from, you know, 10th to 23rd, that there, there's a there's a cost there. There's there's money involved. So, you know, if he feels like his tape is good enough to stand for itself, then, you know, this is this is the kind of thing you do. You decide, oh, I've got a toe, I'm, I'm not going out there. Or, you know, he's he's and he's behaving like a pro. He's behaving like a pro already uh, based on the uh, the Pro Bowl uh, roster that I'm sure we'll get to here as a number of the players over there have also bowed out. Yep, no doubt about it. Um, let's see some other things going on. Seems like the D'Amico Ryans to the Texans is becoming the worst kept secret ever. Okay. I don't know what they're waiting for on the announcement, but All right. that's where it's going. You might want to just go on and say it. Nope. That's hey, cool. Second interview. I Apparently mean, he's not interested in the Broncos job. He wants to go down to the te- Okay. You go for it, man. Do you really need a second interview with D'Amico Ryans? You drafted him. He, he was he was a part of your organization for but like five years. Apparently not for these guys. These guys don't remember that, apparently. <laughs> well, that's that's a good point. They've they, actually, they weren't there. They've cleaned house. So they weren't there. That's true. I think Mr. McNair was there, but the wrong McNair. Bob McNair yeah. was the owner at the time, yeah. so uh, maybe this McNair is not sure, so he needs to meet him a couple of times. So, okay. Now, and speaking of Houston, pretty funny uh, quote I saw from – Kelvin Sampson, who is a very, mm-hmm. very good college basketball coach. He's yeah. been in trouble a lot over the years, but well, now that there is no, there's no more rules, yes. he's cool. <laughs> but he's cool. <laughs> when there are rules, he was not good at, you know. Trying to compete. Staying you know? behind that line. Trying he, to compete. He tend to not cross it. He tend to run across it trying to, and you know, not stop. Just trying to compete. It's like, hey, coach, come on back. <laughs> Hello? Coach, nope, you can't be in there. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. He's texting somebody while he's running. It's, <laughs> can't, you know, can't do that. Listen. But today you can do all that stuff. So he's a really good college basketball coach. But I did read this quote today. It was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. He said, you know what, Justin? Yeah. If you want to be happy for a day, yeah. eat a steak. Eat a steak. That okay. would make me happy That's for good. a day. It's nice. If you want to be happy for a week, mm-hmm. go on a cruise. Okay. I for went on my first one back in August. I have not been on one. For a okay. week. Had a blast. All right. That's a true statement. You want to be happy for a month? Buy a car. Happy for a month. Like I've, I've had mine for four years now. I'm still happy. You only so. get a month of yeah. happiness out of the car, I, apparently? I've had, well, I, I guess, guess after that, you have to start making payments after that. Well, so there you go. That's a good point. The first payment comes due, then Usually, you're not happy anymore. Yeah. Usually yeah. you get that first month off. Yeah. So I guess it's when the payments start. Yes. Okay. That's good. I, I just got that too. Good. Good job. Good job by you. Because at first I was like, a month? You can get, I still love my car. Yeah. Four years later. Uh, if you want to be happy forever, though. Forever. Forever and ever. Mm-hmm. You just win a championship. That's all, that's all you got to do, that's right? That's it. That's just it. win a championship. That's it. And get that piece of jewelry and, you know, that's it. If they Rick, got you. If Rick Barnes wants to be happy forever. Just win, win a chip. It, win a chip. That's win it. the ship, man. Just that's win it. the chip. That's it. That's it. You're set. Happiness for life. So pretty funny stuff there <laughs> from Calvin Sampson. He is, in all seriousness, he is a really good basketball coach. I watched the, actually watched the Lady Vols in LSU last night. I saw a little bit of that as well. Actually, I, mean, quite I didn't a watch bit the whole that, game, actually. but I, I mean, I watched some I mean, chunks of it. 
Tennessee's defense there, they just had nothing for LSU. Well, they're the number one team in the land. I, so I see that. They're pretty good. I see that. I thought they were number three. Uh, they're undefeated. So okay. Rank, I, I figured they were number one. I saw rank three uh, next to the number during the game last night. But Kim Mulkey's kind of a good coach. Yeah, I mean, listen. He's kind of got a long work, track it's record. It's working for him. Yeah. It's working for him. But, you know, yeah, Tennessee just didn't have enough. Did not have enough. No, they hung. But um, – it was competitive the whole game, but they, they just couldn't. They, they couldn't they overtake couldn't, yeah, it. No, no they, they just no. They they had nothing. And to, for me, it was the defense. They had nothing. They couldn't stop offensive rebound. I mean, it was just every time Tennessee would make a charge, LSU just had answers. You know, and it just it was frustrating. I felt frustrated for the Lady Vols because you know they were they were trying. They just couldn't couldn't do anything about it. We had Butch Spirited on the show what last week. We did. Told us uh, after many, many, many decades. Yes. And shaping and reshaping and forming this city like a big ball of clay. Yeah. He's had his hands all over this city. Lots of things. That he is going to ride off from the sunset, although he said yes. he's going to be a consultant. Yeah. For a while with them. Work on some of the big things, he said. But it also looks like today, mm-hmm. the big news, this is your world. Yeah. There's going to be a new mayor. Eventually, yes. You know? Um, not tomorrow. No, not tomorrow. Uh, but earlier today, Nashville Mayor John Cooper did announce that he will not seek re-election for a second term as the mayor of the city of Nashville. Now, we're not going to turn this into a news program. I just want to say, though, Nashville is going to be working on, coming up in August when the election is, Nashville will elect its fourth different mayor in the past six years. Okay? So we had one mayor leave in 2018. Um, we all know about that. If you don't, you can look it up. We're not going to dissect all that. Then, you know, Mayor Briley came in. Then he lasted a little while. Then here comes Mayor Cooper. And now we're going to have somebody new. Uh, what's interesting about this is they're doing all this in the middle of a stadium negotiation that is still ongoing. That is not a done deal yet. No. So they're hoping it As will be a done deal. Last yeah. Well, and here... Here's the trick about it, Darren, that's, you know, and something we didn't get into because, you know, at that point we didn't have to. But there is an election coming up in August, not just for the mayor, but for the entire city council, mm. all of them, mm. all of them. There's no there's no gap or lap over, you know, like, oh, well, this time you run next time, I, you know, like they do in Congress. Sometimes. No, all of them, they all go up for vote at the same time. So if they don't get this done by August. That means a whole new set of people potentially could be looking at this deal. And that includes a brand new mayor now and a brand new council. So if the if the Titans in the city want to go ahead and get this done before the next people come in, it will behoove them to do so before, you know, the, the next election coming up here in August. Mm. In October, really. So that, that's how your sports world impacts this. The Broncos, Ian Rappaport, I guess, was on the Pat McAfee show today. And he said the Broncos could end up hiring Sean Payton or Jim Harbaugh. Say what? Yeah. Say what? Oh, yeah. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. No, Jim already made the promise. No, no, he did not make the promise. Jim made the promise to the kids. No, he didn't. He didn't make a promise. He didn't say that? Nope. 
What did he say then? No, P. Diddy had his toes crossed and his fingers crossed. He didn't say that? He did not mean that. Didn't we just talk to Bill King a couple of weeks ago? He is not. They made the announcement? Didn't they make the announcement? Remember this thing about, no, no. Remember this thing about him not speaking with the AD? You know, like they have a zero relationship. Bill's expressed that, yeah. yeah. Like zero relationship. Yeah, I've heard about that. Like they did not have Thanksgiving feast together. They did not exchange Christmas cards. I thought the president was... You know, the liaison between yeah. the two. Well, yeah. Yeah. But apparently Jim is still flirting. Jim's a flirter. Well, okay. He's I, a flirter. I don't know anything about his personal life. but I think he's been winking at Denver still. Uh, sending text messages. He's been talking to He's been talking to Denver in his DMs. I think he's been sliding into some DMs. Mm, mm. Some Bronco DMs. I watch those DMs. I know. I'm just telling you, it's not a, it is not a foregone conclusion. Is he in there under an alias, or is he in there under Captain Comeback? The, the problem. Um, <laughs> this isn't a chat room. You got to be old school to recognize <laughs> to know that joke. Get that joke. <laughs> Captain Comeback was Jim Harbaugh's nickname when he was a quarterback in the NFL. What was the? What was the name? <laughs> what was it? Sliced bread. They got Jimbo Fisher in a. You know. I, in a tizzy? I, I don't remember. Wasn't it sliced bread on one of those? I think so. Who was Ron boards? Mexico? I forget who that was. Well, that was Vic, wasn't it? Wasn't that Michael Vic? Yeah. Who was Ron Mexico? Yeah. 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 Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're, we're veering off the path in a big way well, here. Well, I just, so. <laughs> if Michigan, the, the problem is they know they, they really can't do better, right? And so he's kind of got him over a barrel because – I'm sure there's people over in Ann Arbor like would love just I don't know maybe they don't would love They're to like, do what just, just move on man, just just go like we're tired of you always flirting and going and talking to people oh if you ain't happy man then are, leave are, are they tired of beating Ohio State too yeah. are they tired of that that's what I'm saying it's phony it's all phony. <laughs> no I don't think they're tired at all two years in a row yeah, yeah. they're not tired of that no right. <laughs> no. no they're good. I'm sure Ohio State wishes him the best. Devlin's over there. Don't you wish Jim Harbaugh the absolute best, Devlin, on his endeavors in Denver? Sure, I guess. I mean, honestly, it, it really doesn't matter to me that much. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop, stop, let, stop, let me, stop. Let me say this. Go, let me, please, let me say this. please, sir, please. I think Michigan fans were happier when Urban Meyer left than Ohio State fans will be when Harbaugh leaves, if that makes sense. Well, it makes sense. What okay. you're saying is, it's not that big a deal. It don't matter what they do. It's all about what you do. Correct. Yeah, okay. Okay. So, so <laughs> the rivalry is so interesting. It really is. <laughs> that rivalry right there is so interesting. The Ohio State mission, for, for the Ohio State fan to give that response in this situation knowing that they are each other's biggest rival, but the Ohio State position is it doesn't really matter what they do. It's all about what we do anyway. <laughs> that is interesting. Yep. <laughs> but I appreciate that. Thank you, Devlin. It's I probably, appreciate that. It's probably pretty spot on. I, I just I mean, find I it to be know. interesting. I'm not, the... I'm not arguing with them. I'm just saying I find that yeah. to be interesting. That, yeah. that, is, that is quite the position to take. That is big brother, little brother, 101 right there. <laughs> we'll come back. We'll head over to Weston. We'll bring in um, phenomenal baseball coach, Tim Corbin. He will join us next here on the McFarland Show, WNSR.
Nashville's first curling venue is here at T-Line Nashville. Come check out T-Line Nashville and experience the world's fastest growing winter sport today. Curling is a fun and simple sport that's a perfect outing for friends, corporate events, families, or parties. T-Line also has classic bowling and modern bowling mini games. With over 20 HD TVs, you can come watch your favorite teams and some of the best food and drinks here in Nashville in the large bar and grill area. They also have an outdoor area with a fire pit and you can't forget the live music. T-Line Nashville is a one-stop shop for a great night out. Located at 106 Duluth Avenue and online at tlinenash.com. You can book your party now or give them a call at 615-439-1024. That's 615-439-1024. And make sure you give them a follow on Instagram and Facebook at T-Line Nash for all the news, events, and updates. T-Line Nashville. Nashville's first curling venue is here. Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. In uncertain times, you can be certain of this. The Salvation Army is serving those most in need with help and hope. Thanks to your donations, the Salvation Army is helping those affected by COVID-19, those who've lost wages, who have no home to retreat to, who need food, help with utilities, and most of all, hope. To see how you can continue to make a difference, visit GiveWestwood.org. GiveWestwood.org. Needing a snow day? How about a dough day? Instant games from the Tennessee Lottery are bringing winning flurries and drifts of cold, hard cash. With chances at breathtaking top prizes up to $4 million, sled to your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer and score a chance at a dough day. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. You have a 90% chance of surviving a lightning strike. You have a 98% chance of surviving a shark attack. You have a 99% chance of surviving a snake bite. But you only have a 50% chance of surviving a crash if you aren't wearing a seatbelt. Your truck may be tough, but a seatbelt makes it tougher. Buckle up in your truck. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's a Bill King Show. I just, I, if Nick coached another seven, eight years, I would not be shocked at all. I wouldn't be. Now, I'm not predicting it because I don't think you can predict that kind of thing. We don't know that. If he coached to 80, I would not be flabbergasted. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. on the McFarland Show. Darren and Justin here with you on this final day of January. Kicking off a new month starting tomorrow. We're live here at the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Don't forget, you can watch us every day. Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. You can watch our next guest mm-hmm. all the time at Hawkins Field. There, a lot of their games are shown on television. 
Yeah. You can listen to their games, these airwaves, a lot of things going on with Tim Corbin. He now joins us. Corbs, how you doing? I'm good. doing good, D. How you doing? Doing fantastic. It feels like baseball weather outside, doesn't it? Yeah, it's just the way we want it, right? <laughs> You're, every year, it's time for you to kick off your season. Boy, it really feels like baseball weather. But you usually yeah. do it right. You go off somewhere nice and warm. Although I think you start off this year in, what, down in Dallas? And right now I think their weather's about the same as ours. Yeah, well, if you feel like you're going to go at about the same temperature, then you better go inside, and that, that's what we did. So we're, we're going inside to the Rangers ballpark, and then we go inside to Minnesota the third week to the Vikings stadium. So, yeah, we will play in situations where at least we know we're going to play. I haven't been in the new – that's a retractable roof, right? Right. The correct. new one. I haven't been in the new one. The last time I was there, I think it was when the Predators were playing the Stars, and – we caught a couple. In fact, that was when I think Mike Miner pitched a complete game for the Rangers, I believe, that night we went. Uh, but they were just building right next door. So is this going to be your first trip to that to that new stadium? Yeah, well, I've never seen it before. And we've got a pretty good relationship with, with them, um, especially with, with Kumar now and, and Jack Leiter being part of that organization. So it'll be good. Uh, we play – Big 12 teams open up with TCU, then play uh, Oklahoma State and Josh Holiday the very next day, and and then uh, play University of Texas on day three. So uh, it's going to be pretty firm competition. Looking uh, at the preseason rankings, looks like the SEC is going to be really down this year, huh? Yeah, like it always is, right? <laughs> is, there, uh, is there a non-SEC <laughs> team in the top ten? Jeez. Yeah, I know. Yeah, well, it is. I mean, I think, you know, you talk about it every year in terms of the strength of the conference, but this, it might be as good as it's ever been. I say that just because of the influx of kids with college free agency that are coming over to this conference and, and playing. There's a lot of them, and you got some good players at other schools that, whether it's mid-majors or just other conferences in general, that have worked their way over to the SEC. So from a talent standpoint, we're uh, we're not void of that. We've got plenty of talent, so it's going to be who plays the best. You know which team plays the best, and you can buy talent, and you sometimes can buy uh, skill, but you can't buy teams. You got to make teams, and that that's why we try to do what we do. You ain't scared of pressure, so can I put some pressure on you right out of the gates? That's I mean, fine. Just, I mean, we're sitting here on January thirty first. Why not? We are taking our uh, little 11U travel baseball team to play in the Slump Busters Tournament in Omaha, Nebraska, around the College World Series this year. That's how we're going to end our spring season. Mm. I would love for you guys to be out there. I think that would be really cool if you guys were playing in Omaha so we could catch you know, one or two of your games. Just saying. Well, that'd be yeah, it'd be great for both parties, certainly your group and <laughs> our group as well. But I remember that. I, that's that that is true. I mean, every year at that time, you get those slump buster tournaments, which a lot of eleven, twelve year olds are in the uh, in in our hotels. So, oh really? I, you remember okay. that? Yeah, okay. sure. So, yeah, I, I, there's a lot of attention during that time on baseball. Well, the it's deemed the largest youth baseball tournament in the country and yeah. the the part that makes me and believe it or not in all the stuff 
over the years have been blessed to do what I do between Super Bowls and World Series and I mean all kinds of national championship game. I've never been to the college world. No one on our team, nobody, not family or a kid, no one has experienced what we're about to experience in Omaha. So that's what has – I mean, yes, we're going out there to play a lot of baseball as well and hopefully win, but nobody's ever experienced this before. That's what I'm really excited for. Yeah, I think the, you'll start, you will love it as an adult, and, and certainly the, the players will, will like it too. It's just a – you know, it's just got a, a festival type feel to it, and Omaha always does that that time of year. But that, that city is so gracious; it's real good people. It's middle part of the country, so it's very accessible to everyone. And just the feeling of baseball at the end of June, uh, particularly from a college standpoint, and certainly from an amateur standpoint, is uh, is right there. So that that that's great for everyone. So to tie this into this interview. You guys didn't, you know, you didn't end up there last year, and that's probably stuck with you and your kids to the off season. So I'm, I'm sure you guys are going to be using that as motivation. And I know you, you just spoke with the media, and you're, you're never one to shy away from that stuff. It sounds like you are, right? I mean, you guys are actively discussing it, are you not? Well, we did at the beginning of the year. We just talked about, you know, our thoughts and how that season went but at the same time everyone's new including the players that are coming back they're 12 months older and i think what you can always gain from uh, a situation like that is experiences and thoughts and ways to to kind of trigger your team to move in a in a more positive direction and however that happens i mean there's you know there's always reasons for it you're playing a better opponent or you just the timing of of when you played and how you played just wasn't right but it, it doesn't matter. I mean, I think, you know, when we've been able to be part of those environments and be part of them consistently, then I hate to use this word, but there is an expectation with the group. You know, they come in and think, okay, we're, we're always going to be part of that. Well, you're not always going to be part of it. College baseball is at a level now where it's as, it's as good as it's ever been all the way around, whether it's mid-major teams, uh, teams outside of our conference, what have you, everyone's good. So every year is just another opportunity to keep growing. You would think that we got some older kids back, which is very helpful for the group, especially on the pitching side. And I, I think that that's had a lot to do with the maturity and the organization of the group, and you hope that equates into consistent outcomes. We're speaking with Vanderbilt head coach Tim Corbin on the line with us. Enrique Bradfield Jr. is a fun player to watch you're around him though all the time you know more than us when I watch him I'm like man this guy is special he's dynamic I think he what he first or second in the country or something and stolen bases I mean he he does a lot of really good things but if you were talking about him specifically like I said because you're around him all the time what does I don't see it but I know you do you know your players inside and out what does he need to get better at Tim I just think for a kid like him, he's, you know, he's a runner. And because he's a runner, he's going to hit the ground a lot. And I think as, as he gets older, it's learning how to use the ground, it's strength, it's um, the ability to take care of your body, which he does. I mean, he, he takes care of nutrition. He takes care of strength. He's gotten a lot stronger in the time that he's been here. Um, but 
every time he steps out on the field, he's got a great acumen for the game. We haven't, and maybe I haven't seen a center fielder that that takes away more balls in my time here. We've had some good ones, but he takes away balls in space in the outfield, and he takes away balls that are leaving the ballpark, which is so unique because when you see that once a year, it's special, and sometimes you don't even get to see it once a year. But he's created those opportunities for himself just because of his competitiveness. But I, I think from a health standpoint, if he continues to get stronger and health is at the at the, pri- at the top of the priority list, which it is for him, then he's going to be able to do a lot of special things because there's not a lot of players like him. There's not a lot of players that you saw players like him in the 70s and 80s. But today's player, there are not a lot of Enrique Bradfields that are true center fielders, that are true leadoff hitters, that put the ball in play, that have some strength in their bat because he does. He can He can hit the ball out and they can just touch the game in the manner that he can touch it. So he's a very unique individual, and I would say health is, is just the thing that he'll will always try to stay healthy and stay on the field are going to be the most important parts because he, he's just not as, as big as a lot of people, but at the same time, he's, he's plenty strong. Coach, uh, this is Justin McFarland, and it's an honor to speak with you. I've, I've obviously covered you for a very long time from afar, but uh, always admire what you've done for the city and for and for the university as well. I just wanted to ask you about the differences in players now, or kids essentially, um, between when you walked in the door over there at Vanderbilt over on West End for the first time 20 years ago and now. Are the kids truly the same, or are they a little different nowadays? Oh, I mean, I think that rather than just say they're different, I would just say that, what's around them is different. How amateur baseball is set up is, is a whole lot different. The team environment is less than what it was even 10 years ago. I think for a young man who wants to play college baseball or professional baseball, it sometimes become, becomes an individual-driven machine rather than attaching yourself to a group of people and trying to do something with a group effort. Uh, certainly social media has interceded in a way that you know kids are looking for more attention because they most likely think that that's that's the way to do it um so i I think we as adults have a lot to do with that though because uh, these kids don't grow up and just start making decisions on their own adults create the environment for these kids to play in and i don't think we've done the best job of creating team-like environments for these kids so you can really see and really understand what what the game is about. That's why it makes a lot of sense for me when we're recruiting kids to look at kids that play other sports because they're thrust into team environments just naturally, whether it's football, basketball, what have you. Um, And and I always have felt like that's that's the strength of a player. It's a strong dynamic. I think that's missing. But, you know, kids are kids. kids. I I think, you know, as a teacher, I think it's just about helping these guys grow. Um, trying to get them centered on a day-to-day basis without chasing bright, shiny objects. You know, it's it's more about really doing small things really, really well. It's about how you get yourself ready for a day and your organization mentally. And if you can control a lot of those things, you give yourself great discipline, and discipline gives you great freedom inside the game of baseball. When you arrive disheveled or not in – 
not organized and not in control of yourself, it's very difficult to jump on any field of competition and have any type of consistency. So I think, you know, the older I get, we certainly teach team. I mean, team is a huge concept here and always will be a, a huge concept. We, we also teach the management of social skills and just how you handle yourself as a, as a male because there's not enough modeling, in my opinion, around for these kids to see that. So um, we just try to cre- create great foundational skills for these kids so that when they leave here, they're able to uh, survive and be very, you know, very productive in our society. Coach, I'm very interested about how you handle pitchers uh, right now in your game because pitching has mm-hmm. changed so much uh, since mm-hmm. the first time that you, you came on the campus over there on West End. Um, Darren and I, and certainly you, sir, you know, remember when complete game pitchers were just a part of the game. Now it seems like pitchers are so incredibly specialized. Do you – factor that in do kids want to be middle relievers when they come see you um you know because i'm sorry sir and i'm chuckling a little bit because that would never come into my psyche if i wanted to be a pitcher that would come and i say you know coach i want to be the best middle reliever in baseball do kids still think like that or or do you have to how do you deal with that well i mean when you bring in pitchers you're going to bring them in in greater numbers than any other position on the field so if you have 15, which we do, or 16, which we do, then everyone's going to share the baseball to some extent, whether you start the game or finish the game. You know, I, I think any, every kid just wants a role, and we try to keep it that simple. We don't look at everyone on our team as, okay, this is a Friday night starter, Saturday night starter, Sunday night starter. If that happens, it happens. But I, I think the main thing is, is trying to build these guys up into roles that they can handle. And if it's someone that is potentially a starter, then it's building his volume. Um, it's a once-a-week touch in, in doing other things all, along the way during the course of the week. But it's just building up his volume, developing his pitches, obviously, because if you're a starter and you're going to go through the lineup a time or two times or potentially three times if you're really gifted, then you have to have the management command of three pitches. Um, that's more of a that's more of a long distance runner and you get into the middle you get into the end those are your sprinters those are the guys that might touch the ball more frequently during the course of the week uh their volume might not be as much they may eventually be starters for you but they also may be developing other pitches that will move them towards a starter so there's some factors to it but i think it's all based around the kids abilities and uh, how he helps the team the most and if you feel like you got a kid we've had kids before that potentially could have been starters, but we felt like it benefited our team most to have that person in a position of end of game or middle of the game where we we thought he could help us and where he could flourish as an individual. Coach, lastly, for me, I wanted to ask you about a unique experience that that you had several years ago, and that was uh, coaching for the USA team in 2006 uh, that won Mm -hmm. the gold. at the uh, Collegian National Championship, and I know a lot of coaches do not get the opportunity to to do that. What do you remember about that experience and that very brief time uh, with that particular team? Well, I think first off is just being able to see Cuba. I always wanted to, mm. to see it, and, and you just love the country and love the people. They're very passionate about baseball, obviously. I think the other thing is 
I've gotten to do it twice in 2000 and 2006, and then we took the team wow. over to Japan in 2009. I just think playing other countries and see the style of play. The Japanese are remarkable from a defensive standpoint. They just don't drop the ball. Their footwork, how they throw the ball, uh, they're just so under control and so disciplined as, as players. But what I remember most about that team was just the talent. I think, you know, you look at talent and you look at we, – we had – four different shortstops on that team. Um, we had uh, Crawford from San Francisco Giants, uh, Darwin Barney, who was a gold glover, uh, Cozart, who played with the Reds, and, and Todd Frazier was a shortstop back then. He was from Rutgers, but he played first and third for a lot of organizations. And then, of course, we got to coach three of our Vanderbilt guys and David Price and Pedro Alvarez and Casey Weathers. So it was a it was a special team. Got to coach with great people: Mark McTolf at Gonzaga, Jim Schlossnagel, who's now at uh, Texas A and M, uh, and Tom Slater, who was back then the, the coach at Auburn. So it was a good group of people. Got great relationships from that, and um, like Julio Bourbon, who played at Tennessee years ago, was a center fielder on that team. And um, Maggie and I just had dinner with. He and his wife Amber the other night. So hmm. these relationships go a long way. You know, they, they, the, the experience happened a while ago now, but at the same time, you continue to develop your relationships and talk to these people, which is really, really cool. That's awesome, Tim. We're really excited for another baseball season. I know you're about two and a half weeks away from getting things cranked up down in Arlington, Texas. That'll be a whole lot of yep. fun, and we're looking forward to talking to you throughout this baseball like season. So thanks for doing this. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you very much, D. Always good talking to you. Thank you. All right, Tim. Thank you, Thank sir. you. That is Tim Corbin. He is uh, simply the best. I don't know what else to say. Wow. If you don't. There's so much there. If you don't believe us, then, you know, just listen to his interviews and mm. go look at his resume. Yeah. Yeah. 800 <laughs> it all, wins. It I mean, all stacks up. Jeez. Pretty, 800 pretty good. wins at Vanderbilt alone. He's yeah. got more wins than that, but 840 wins at Vanderbilt. They will start off uh, with a college baseball showdown uh, February 17th through the 19th mm-hmm. there in Arlington, Texas, which is the new stadium of the Rangers. Mm-hmm. It was built directly next door. Yeah. I think the other one was called Globe Life. I don't know what this I, one was. I, yeah. And I've been to both. Yeah. Well, I have, I'm sorry. I haven't been to the new one. I went to the other one. The reason they built this, not because the other one you went in and you're like, it's a dump. Yeah. No, they built it because if you went to a game in July, a yeah. day game in July, you're like, rotisserie. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. Rotisserie. Too hot. Yes. Yeah. So they, they had to build a and roof. And the ferocious storms, too. Yeah. Uh, the storms would come down there hot and heavy. Yeah. In, in Texas very quickly. Shut the roof and you'll have baseball. Hey, keep going. All right. We'll come back. We'll keep going. If you would like to call us, we're open the rest of the hour. 615-844-5600. Your phone calls and more discussions next here on the McFarland Show. Individual rates, coverage, offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions not available in all areas. If you're a small business owner, listen up. Pi Insurance wants to give you one of those aha moments, the kind that could save you money. Workers' comp is probably one of the biggest costs you face. But did you know that insurance providers have flexibility in setting their prices? That's right. But many don't bother giving small businesses the savings you deserve. Instead, you can get lumped in with other businesses and overcharged. Pi Insurance was created to change that. With Pi, you get a quote tailored specifically to your business, and you could save up to 30% 
percent with no hassle and no hidden fees. Plus, when you sign up for pay-as-you-go billing, your premium is based on your actual payroll, not an estimate. So your workers' comp audit experience is simplified. Take three minutes to see how much you could save with Pi Insurance. Ask your agent for Pi or get a quote at IWantPi.com. That's IWantPie.com. Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to 4hims.com slash joy. At Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the biggest brands at 90% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but 90% cheaper. It's the same medication you get from your doctor, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4hymns.com slash joy. That's 4hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Hey, Nashville. Start your day the right way with Bongo Java Cafe located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel. Bongo Java is Nashville's oldest local coffee company. Get your day started with a freshly baked muffin and wash it down with a hot cup of dark roast or hair of the dog blend. With free Wi-Fi, you can get some work done while enjoying a toasted breakfast sandwich. Beat the traffic. Treat yourself at Bongo Java Cafe located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown music city Exclusive Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR Skyscan forecast for this afternoon. Calls for cloudy skies. There's a chance of rain or high 39. Rain or freezing rain is likely tonight. Our low should be 30 under cloudy skies. Wednesday, there's a slight chance for rain or freezing rain on high 42. Utilizing the resources of the Weatherbug Network on Nashville Sports Radio, I'm WNSR's Rod Tanner. Sports Radio, WNSR. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. What's great about bowling is you can bowl well into your latter years. Even now, I get that thing you sit it on and it rolls down, and I get the bumper guards on the side. I think that's probably the only way you can beat Zach. See, I, I didn't mean I heard you. I, heard. I, I didn't mean that. I, I know a soldier. That's okay. I didn't mean that. You got a two-piece coming with a fist. Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. 844-5600 is how you get in touch with us the rest of this hour. We'll head to Chi-Town. We have the second hour of the program. Back here on the McFarland Show. Speaking of the phones, let's go to Clay in Nashville. Clay, what's up? Good afternoon, boys. Um, I've got to preface what I want to say about Tim Corbin with this is all what I'm going to say. This is all pre my uh, banishment from Vanderbilt Sports. Okay. All right. Because <laughs> y'all know about the promo on the channel. But anyway, um, guys, I heard, uh, I got in the car and I heard most of the interview. I wanted to just share a quick Tim Corbin story with you as it relates to me. I think he got to Vandy. Darren, correct me if I'm wrong. 
I think he came to Vanderbilt in 2002. Is that correct? I was going to say, it's coming up on every bit of two decades. So, that sounds right. That's the bio what, says first season was 2003. Okay, the, so that's what I said. Says. Coming yeah. up on two decades. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. Okay, so probably – and I've never purchased season tickets for baseball. I do go to games or did go to games here and there when I you know, could and things like that. Um, but the first time I ever met Tim Corbin – was at a men's basketball game, Memorial Gym, probably the 03-04 season then if he started in the 03 baseball season. And that was a pretty special team with Matt Freegey that went to the Sweet 16. And he was sitting in Section L behind the Vanderbilt bench, maybe five or six rows back. And I went up to him and introduced myself to him. And... This man never forgets a name. I'll preface what I'm getting ready to say with that. Mm -hmm. So a couple years later, I want to say, you know, I saw him at another basketball game. And since I don't go to or didn't go to many baseball games, purchase season tickets, things like that, um, I went up to him again, you know, to talk to him and stuck my hand out. And he said, Clay, I know exactly who you are. You're one of Vanderbilt's best fans. This guy does not forget a name, guys. Oh, no. He's a still um, trap when it comes to that. I've told Tim Corbin to his face before that he should be our AD. Uh, and I wonder, and this, I, I think Candace is doing a fine job, but I just wonder, I think, coach is going to probably maybe coach a few more years and I wonder if that would be something he would be interested in and doing at Vanderbilt when he does move on but um, you know for the last with the way Vanderbilt's basketball program has fallen off a little bit and Clark Lee hopefully you know is building something you know towards the positive in football but for the last several years, Tim Corbin is Vanderbilt sports. That's what he, you know, really has built there. He's built a dynasty. You've got Alabama in football. You've got Kentucky in basketball. And in my opinion, you've got Vanderbilt in college baseball. He's the best college baseball coach in America, in my opinion. I have as much respect for that guy as I do for anybody. So I just I wanted to share that, and I enjoyed the interview, and I will look forward to many more from him this baseball season. As will us. Thank you very much, Clay. Appreciate the phone call. I, I don't I don't have anything to push back on. I mean, it's, look, it's oh, – well. If you've ever been around Tim Corbin, <laughs> I think very, very, very highly of him, mm -hmm. his wife Maggie. Um, they're unbelievable people. He's an unbelievable human being. And, um, you know, everything Clay said, he's he's the best coach and best college baseball coach in the country because he's been doing it for a long – by the way, his second year, mm -hmm. second year on the job, again, we just established, this is two decades now. Yeah. Vanderbilt Baseball, second year on the job, he took him to the Super Regionals. Yeah. He was one step away from Omaha. Yeah. That was in it's, his it's second very special. year. It's very special. This wasn't a slow climb. Yeah. You know, year 12, Tim Corbin's teams break through. 
and start being it, right? I mean, he's had an impact basically from jump. Yeah. Um, and so he's been doing it for a long time. But as he said, you heard it in the interview, mm-hmm. today's athlete is different. Yeah. The landscape of college baseball is different, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we know the SEC is good. It's always been good. It is. But now you even got, you know, you've got the Tennessees of the world. Yeah. And they're a powerhouse. Arkansas and Ole Miss. Yeah. We're back in the, you know, the earlier days. LSU was the was the yes. force in yes. baseball. I remember that. LSU was a powerhouse baseball program. Mm-hmm. And there have been, you know, Mississippi State has obviously been mm-hmm. really, really good mm-hmm. over the years. Yeah, the other one probably. Now, like, yeah. they're all, it's like, you know. Yeah. Well, I, I, ten, ten teams in the SEC are just juggernauts. Yeah. Oh, it's it's loaded there. Um, but I will say <laughs> what struck me about the interview is when I talked to him about this 2006, you know, baseball roster, this uh, USA baseball roster, he was able to go up and down that lineup w- without even flinching about it. He named literally about half the lineup and all the coaches. And I know it is because I've got the roster in front of me while he's naming off the names. And this was 17 years ago, by the way, with a guy who has coached hundreds of people between now and 17 years ago, and he's nailing it. Like right on the right on the nose. He's not fuzzy or confused by a single name. Yep. Uh that's that's pretty special. All right, we'll come back and put a bow on the first hour. Doug, we'll get to you on the other side as you listen to The McFarland Show on WNSR. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, coworkers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Are you tired of your current vehicle? Maybe looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle? Hey guys, it's Zach. Hayes Nissan of Rivergate is the best choice for your vehicle needs. Located at 1550 Calton Pike North in Madison, Hayes Nissan of Rivergate has been serving the Middle Tennessee community for over three decades. That gives you confidence that Hayes Nissan of Rivergate can find the perfect vehicle for your lifestyle and your budget. Their friendly and knowledgeable staff will make sure you are taken care of. I should know because I've seen it firsthand. Every vehicle I've purchased has been from Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, and I love the entire process. Now, I don't want you to forget about their award-winning parts and service department. It has everything you need to get you back on the road. Go visit them on the web at NissanofRivergate.com. They're open there 24-7, 365 days a year. Or give them a call at 615-865-7220. Again, that number is 615-865-7220. That's Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, where your dollar always goes farther. 
Attention, if you owe back taxes to the IRS, this message is for you. Congress has passed $80 billion in funding to more than double the size of the IRS. 87,000 new IRS employees means more audits, collections, and penalties. This will make the IRS larger than the Pentagon, State Department, FBI, and Border Control combined. Now is the time to call Civic Tax Relief. I owe the IRS $37,000. Civic Tax Relief basically represented me against the IRS, and by the time everything was completed, I didn't owe the IRS anything. Their tax resolution specialists can stop the IRS from taking money out of your paycheck. With Civic Tax Relief, they were able to save me upwards of $80,000 that I would have had to pay. For your free tax relief information, call now. 800-841-0908. 800-841-0908. I would recommend anyone who has a tax problem to contact Civic Tax Relief. 800-841-0908. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. I saw a picture of Jim McMahon. Jim McMahon's one of those guys that lived hard, okay? I know. Look, I know. I understand. There's some rough, humble miles on that body. Yeah. Some on the field, some off the field. Yeah. Jim McMahon, high mileage. Oh, it is a high, high mileage. High mileage in that vehicle. It is not no. highway miles. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. We'll head to Chi-Town in just a bit. Kick off the second hour. Let's go to Doug. Doug, what's up? Uh, good afternoon to the McFarland boys. Excuse me, <laughs> men. McFarland men. Hi, Doug. Uh, and I apologize for uh, being a little late. I meant to call earlier because I know Justin has to do a little bit of weather. He has to do the trifecta, man. News, man, weather, and sports. And traffic, man. I'm, I'm doing it all these days. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, there's a little extra in your check this Friday for so just stand by. Well, uh, I, I hope so, man. I hope I, so. If not, just a good thank you card. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, sir. My uh, question is, uh, I'm curious on what your thoughts are on Stetson Bennett not going to Mobile, yet, well, you know, UT's quarterback, he goes. You know, I know that, you know, Mr. Bennett has a – some personal issues that he has to address, you know, uh, that that little uh, public drunk thing, you know, that's a whole other subject. But a little dust up in Dallas? Think, yeah, it's, yeah. Just a little situation, yeah. you know, you just call it the situation. Yeah. So if with that being aside, don't you think it would have been a good deal for him to acquaint himself with some NFL talent, scouts, scouts coaches, just to say, hey, you know, I know you saw me on TV, I got a couple of natties, but – uh, can I talk to you or, or just play? Or I just thought it was a bad idea to to bow out. That, that's just an opinion of mine because it is about money now. You're not, you're not just playing for national championships. It's about basically trying out to be a, a backup quarterback in the league. Yet, you know, you choose to, you know, give them the old, I'm good. So how do you guys feel about that? 
Well, he may have hurt his, you know, knee or something running from the police. So I don't know. Maybe he's. Hey, what? If, if I had a drum, I'd do a little drum roll right there because I mean, that was a dump bump. Right I'm just saying. For real? In his defense, I don't think running was his high point at the time. No. Mm. So I think what it is in all seriousness, Doug, I, this today's athlete just has a different mentality. Um, and every time we think it's going to hurt somebody, when they don't show up to something, they mm-hmm. bypass the combine. They bypass the Senior Bowl. They bypass something, fill in the blank. The whole draft process, something. In the end, most of the time, it really just doesn't – it doesn't bite them in the butt. It just doesn't. So but There's so many options now. You have the uh, one-on-one workout. So, yep. I mean, clock don't lie, film don't lie. Uh, you have guys that are recovering from injuries where if you went, they – this week to the senior bowl, you may still be recovering from a little old, you know, little bumper bruise, and then you do a one-on-one with someone and, and you perform better because uh, a couple of weeks out of, of lifting, getting beat, getting knocked on, does the body good. Yeah. So it's better than milk. There is a pro day they'll have in there Athens. Is. So. Uh, what is he going to prove at the senior bowl that coaches don't already know about him? I, I, I don't think there's a whole lot of upside for him doing anything at the senior bowl but on the flip side why would why would hendon hooker go well that's a whole nother thing maybe to show him that he's healthy i don't know yeah i don't know walk around a little bit that's that's all i was just wondering you know you know why does one quarterback feel that i can go and and make a better name for myself and the other one's like i'm good yep all right appreciate it as always thanks doug doug thank you hour number two is coming up next Tyree Nichols' stepfather, Rodney Wells, says after watching the video of his son's arrest, he got the sense that the officers involved knew how the encounter would end before they approached Tyree's car. It was like they were on a mission, like they had already determined the outcome of what they wanted to do. A sixth officer involved in the arrest has been relieved of duty. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu welcomed Secretary of State Anthony Blinken to Israel. This alliance is something that President Biden is committed to. I've known him for 40 years. He's a true friend of Israel, a true champion of this alliance, as are you. Blinken will meet tomorrow with Palestinian leader Mahmoud Abbas. President Biden's in Baltimore to kick off a major rail tunnel construction project, which will be funded by the bipartisan infrastructure bill. At least 59 people are dead after a suicide bomber struck a crowded mosque in Pakistan. This is ABC News. Never completely ready to adopt a teen. For late nights writing English papers. For your teen's music taste. For dinners, where they talk more on their phone than with you. For the first time, they call you mom. You're never completely ready to adopt a teen. And you can't imagine the reward. To learn more about adopting a teen, visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. AdoptUSKids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. You've messed up your daughter's haircut. Do you, A, get spiritual? Mom, where's the mirror? Beauty is within. Oh. B, find the positives. Less time blow drying, more time texting. Or C, show empathy. Mom, you really don't have twinsies. I kind of love it. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just 
just the same. For more information on adoption, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Individual rates, coverage offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions. Not available in all areas. Actual Pie customer. As a small business, we're always looking for ways that we can offer the quality product and get some cost savings. Meet Michelle from J.J. Fister Distilling Company, a small business in California. When looking for workers' comp coverage tailored to the company's needs, she discovered Pie Insurance. We heard about Pie Insurance being geared for a small business, gave Pie a call, and ended up switching. Is your small business overpaying for workers' comp insurance see how much you can save at iwantpie.com plus when you sign up for pay-as-you-go billing your premium is based on your actual payroll not an estimate so your workers comp audit experience is simplified we saved about 30 percent off of our workers comp insurance when we switched to pie it's as easy as pie to get the savings you deserve what are you waiting for ask your agent for pie or get a quote in three minutes at iwantpie.com that's iwantpie.com It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. Now back to the McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Call now at 615-844-5600. Now the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Second hour of the program here on this... Tuesday. Hope everybody's having a good day so far. Remember, just be cognizant of the weather. Well, throughout the day, yeah, throughout the night, it, it's gonna start with the freezing rain around 6 p.m. this afternoon, and it'll be done around 2 a.m. in the morning. So, just heads up, could be a little icy on the way in, and the, the schools have to make some major decisions as well. Yep, no doubt. So we'll about see it. what's going on with that. Our next guest, we're heading up to Chicago. I told him this yesterday. Now, Ryan Porth, who's going to join us, he's got a wealth of sports knowledge, Justin. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I said to him in a text yesterday, I said, you know, when I think of Chicago, I think of probably the best film producer, in my opinion, ever, who was from Chicago, John Hughes. Okay. May he rest in peace. Okay. A lot of big hits. Of course, I'm an 80s guy, right? Mm-hmm. There was a lot of hits in the 80s from John Hughes and 90s. Okay. That's just my opinion. Yeah, sure. And Ryan said I, I had to Google him. He had to Google <laughs> who John Hughes was. I just felt so old. I really did. <laughs> now Ryan Porth joins us from 670 The Score up in Chicago. Ryan, what's going on? Oh, nothing much. You know, I've I've enjoyed a lot of John Hughes movies over the years, just not knowing it was John Hughes nor that he was from Chicago. Yeah. If you notice, so. I mean, think about Ferris Bueller's Day Off, The Breakfast Club. Chicago. I mean, it's Chicago, 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 Chicago. Chicago, Chicago. <laughs> I mean, the Christmas, va- uh, Christmas Vacation, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Planes, Trains, Automobiles, yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. There's a reason, because I've watched documentaries on him. He, he They were like, come on out to Hollywood. Do it out here. And he's like, nah. No, I'm good. I'm good. How about I do it in Chicago? Stay right here. Where I live. That's why. That's why a lot of famous movies. Out of Chicago. You know, we ended the show yesterday with a quote that was on your station yesterday coming from Patrick Mahomes Sr. about the 2017 draft. And, boy, that was painful just to read. 
we weren't, you know, we were not privy to that interview. How did that go over in your market? And and fill in our audience on what happened. All right. So Patrick Mahomes drafted tenth overall in the 2017 NFL Draft uh, by the Kansas City Chiefs. Pat Mahomes Sr. came on yesterday on Parkinson Spiegel here on 670 to score and stated that he and Patrick and the family fully expected the Chicago Bears to draft Patrick Mahomes third overall in the 2017 draft, that the Bears told Mahomes that they would draft him third overall in the draft. And we all know what happened. Mitch Trubisky goes second overall to the Bears after they traded up uh, from three to, to second overall. And we all know how those two careers have panned out. Patrick Mahomes is arguably the greatest that we've seen uh, just from a talent perspective uh, at the quarterback position. And Mitch Trubisky, uh, well, he's on his third NFL team already, and he'll probably double that by the end of his career. So, um, yeah, those comments didn't go over so well, and it's not something that was necessarily new. Um, there was a report back in 2020 that came out saying that, you know, not – as direct and not from this exact source that the bears had, had told Mahomes that they were planning to, uh, to draft him or that he was their top quarterback. But this is from the quarterback's father's mouth that, that, that the bears told Patrick Mahomes in the pre-draft process that they would take him and that Mahomes was expecting it. And then, and also Mahomes wanted to be a bear. Pat Mahomes Sr. saying yesterday that uh, his son wanted to be a Bear going into the draft. And uh, when when the Chiefs played the Bears for the first time after that draft, I think that game was in 2020, uh, Patrick Mahomes counting uh, up to 10 after a touchdown pass, uh, which was the uh, the number pick that he was uh, selected with in 2017, uh, kind of mocking the uh, the draft process and, um, you know, really rubbing it in their face. So, uh, it's it's a sore subject still to this day because the Bears, quite frankly, have never had a star franchise quarterback, and we're watching in front of our eyes Patrick Mahomes do uh, some ungodly things every single week. Yeah, were the Chicago police watching that cold lake to make sure people weren't jumping into it? Bears fans, after hearing that interview, because like you said, it's not exactly new news, but when it's coming from the ultimate horse's mouth, like you just you talk about ripping open. You know, a scab or a wound, reopening it, that would be it yesterday. Oh, uh, 1,000%. And Danny Parkins and Matt Spiegel, the uh, the afternoon co-hosts of the show, after uh, after Pat Mahomes Sr. was detailing all of this, uh, you could just see on the, on the video stream feed that we had, they were just dying inside. And they were audibly just, just beside themselves that, uh, that the Bears had – had told Mahomes that they would take him at number three, and instead they ended up with Mitch Trubisky. And I think, I think the wound would be a, a little deeper if not for, you know, a highlight reel season from Justin Fields. You know, still the jury is is out on Justin Fields and whether or not he'll ever be a, a true franchise quarterback. But there is at least some hope with Justin Fields that they never had with uh, with Mitch Trubisky here. But still. You're talking about one of the all-time greats in NFL history that should have been uh, playing at Soldier Field for the last five seasons. As we laughed yesterday, not only did they not take Mahomes, don't forget 
They also passed on Watson, too. Which, That's why I can't get oh, over Which I know, you I know. I can't forgive we, that. We've learned things about Deshaun, but I'm saying just go back to that time. They passed over both of those guys. Yes. To trade up yeah. to get Trubisky. <laughs> Yikes. To, to get a guy who started for, what, one one year, maybe a little bit more at North Carolina and was really kind of a, a combine uh, guy who really broke out and didn't really – fly up draft boards until then yeah i mean it, it's definitely a sore subject in this city that they've never had that true quarterback let me ask you this real quick just because this happened and um I w- i'm just curious how it's perceived in your market the passing of bobby bobby hole i don't need to go through his resume as a hockey player it was unbelievable right hockey holly hall of fame through and through right as a human being, yeah, mm. not so much. Not so much. There's a lot of stuff, we'll say. Yeah. So how did you guys, because he spent so much time as a member of the Blackhawks, how, how did you guys choose to, I guess, talk about Bobby Hall? Well, the shows uh, on the air yesterday and a little bit today have not really celebrated him. Um, you know, as David Hall from our morning show so eloquently put it, uh, this morning saying he was a near nearly flawless hockey player, but he was a highly flawed man. And I couldn't think of a, a better way to put it. Um, you know, he was, he was a wife beater. He, he made some just awful comments in Moscow uh, newspapers back in the nineties. And um, the Blackhawks still ran him out as a, as a representative of the organization for many years, I think all the way up until, you know, these last couple of years, um, you know, he was kind of a spokesperson and a, you know, a representative of the, of the team and the franchise. Um, but yeah, it, the past is something that you cannot look, look past, um, you know, off the ice. And yeah, it, it's, we didn't have as a station one guest on to, hmm to highlight his career the the guests or, or i should say the the hosts handled it all themselves and had some some transparent conversations on the air about why they're not going to celebrate um you know him being one of the you know st- statistically one of the the greatest hockey players uh because all of that good on the ice has been tarnished by all the the off-ice transgressions since we're on the hockey subject, I've, we've talked about this on the show, and I've even brought this up, and um, Justin was a witness to one of my dear friends who is in works in the NFL arguing that teams don't tank. And I said, oh, no, sir. I respectfully disagree. Teams do tank for players. Uh, you know, speaking of that, are the Blackhawks going to trade Kane and Taze at the deadline? And when is uh, Connor Bernard, Bedard Day? When do they celebrate that in Chicago? <laughs> well, I don't know if enough people in the city know who Connor Bedard is. Really? Uh, so I don't think he's. No. Oh, not a totally. Um, absolutely. The, huh. I mean, th- this is here in the last five minutes is the most uh, hockey talk that I've heard <laughs> um, on either six seventy the score or wow or WNSR in the last you know 12 months okay uh but that's either here nor there um i would guess patrick kane is a lot more likely to get traded than jonathan taves uh and 
I, I'm kind of rooting personally for it to go right up to the deadline because the day after the NHL trade deadline, which is March 3rd, uh, March 4th, the Nashville Predators are here in Chicago. And uh, I've got tickets to that game, and I would love to see what uh, what the pulse is like in that building the day after mm. they trade away one, if not both, of their franchise players that won three cups with them. Uh, obviously, the, the franchise is in a completely different state now than what it was when they won those Stanley Cups. But, I mean, Kane and Taves are two of the only reasons why Blackhawks fans really – have to, to go to United Center to watch any game. Um, so I'm, I'm very interested to see if, uh, if those go right up to the deadline. Um, and honestly, I've, I've kind of chuckled to myself here in the last month or so because they've started winning games after going for a long stretch of losing every game and losing every game badly. Uh, they're kind of playing themselves out of having the, the, the top percentage for, for the lottery. Uh, come June. So I'll be interested to see if here in, here in February they go back into the tank uh, before the trade deadline. All right, it's good to talk to you. Um, I've been listening to uh, 670 since the WMAQ days, if you can find anybody in the uh-huh. building who still remembers that. Um, <laughs> but I know it's been a long time ago. Uh, Absolutely. So it's, it's good to talk to you, sir. I wanted to ask you about uh, what the uh, two football franchises in town for our, our cities have in common, the Titans and the Bears. They are both looking at stadium projects, although they are looking at them in very, very different ways. The Titans looking at public money uh, to build a brand new dome here right next to the current stadium where the Bears, in the meantime, are looking at building a brand new dome way out of town. Uh, can you talk to me about the reaction from Bears fans about the potential of this team moving out of Soldier Field? Yeah, it's obviously been been mixed. Um, you know, you have a lot of people who are in the inner part of Chicago around the loop that go to Soldier Field every Sunday for, for Bears games. And now they would be expected to hop on a, on a train line to go out to Arlington Heights, which is probably about you know, a 45-minute drive on a game day, maybe 30 Ooh. minutes if you're lucky, but 30, 45 minutes uh, out of town. So be like uh, going to, to Spring Hill or be going to Murfreesboro from Nashville. Yeah, yeah, I'd say I'd say that's pretty accurate. And if you've been to Boston, it's probably Boston to Foxborough, something mm. uh, of that ilk. But, you know, a lot of the big cities are doing this, Boston with Foxborough. Um, you know, the, the new uh, Rams and Chargers Stadium isn't in – downtown LA it's out in Inglewood um you know you think of Meadowlands for for the Jets and Giants so this is not uncommon for big market teams to to do this and you know the biggest benefit to the Bears to doing this is that it would be their own stadium the Soldier Field uh property is owned by the city of Chicago so Mm -hmm. the Bears don't really benefit from all the stadium or excuse me from all the concerts that are at Soldier Field or the alcohol sales or things like that. And Soldier Field, I, I've been to uh, a, a few events there here in the in the last year or so, and it's a fine stadium, but it's definitely it's definitely unique in the in the sense that they've done a lot of renovating to it. Obviously, they they kicked the Bears out for a couple of years down to uh, Champaign mm-hmm. to uh, to renovate Soldier Field and make it what it is today. But it's the smallest stadium capacity-wise in the National Football League. And you go out to Arlington Heights and 
make it a, a huge development with a stadium and a sports book and a bar scene. And, you know, there's a, there's a train line that has a stop right there at the property that the team has already purchased. Uh, it is an absolute no-brainer for the Bears to, uh, to do this and go out to Arlington Heights. They'd have all the big events just like Nashville would. You know, Chicago would get a Super Bowl. They'd get the Final Four. They'd get uh, all the, the big events that you expect in a, uh, in a dome, dome stadium that they can't get right now for obvious reasons. I guess 670 score is probably going to talk about this, and we're getting ready to talk about it. Looks like there's breaking news in the NFL, Ryan. Schefter's reporting that the Broncos have found their next head coach. The Broncos have found their next head coach. Is it Sean Payton? It is. Oh, wow. It is. Okay. Yep. Okay. Guess you got some work to do on your station. We're going to start. I guess so. Yep. Hey, we appreciate the visit Visit in all sincerity. Um, we'll talk to you down the road. Thanks for doing this. Thank you, sir. Absolutely. Darren, Justin, good to talk to you guys. That is Ryan Porth, 670 to score up in Chicago. And, yes, Adam Schefter is reporting that the Saints and Broncos are finalizing compensation in return for Sean Payton being their next head coach. Mm. How about that? Going all in here uh, with with Russell Wilson uh, as the quarterback. This is the help that he was looking for here. Okay. We're wide open the rest of the hour. 615-844-5600. We'll take your phone calls and discuss more of this next on the McFarland Show. Slim's Tender Mac Bowls are back. We start with a three cheese blend to make our delicious mac and top it with chopped hand breaded tenders and Colby Jack cheese. Try the Tender Mac Bowl meal or the Buffalo Tender Mac Bowl meal, both served with Texas toast and a medium drink. But hurry, they're only around for a limited time. Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery. And can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. Call 800-715-9880. That's right. Annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report. Both absolutely free for calling today. 
Call 800-715-9880. That's 800-715-9880. Sponsored by Annuity General. Producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term. We're going to get into our routine with Daily Tennessee Jackpot. You got a dollar? Let's have some fun with it. Let's get those numbers going. How many are we picking? And one. And two. And three. And four. And five. Let's go. All of us Tennesseans are having fun now. Let's play and play. Work out a win with drawings every day when you play Daily Tennessee Jackpot. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. The Jim Rome Show. I get a lot of vacation. I understand that. However, I don't take a lot of sick days. The, these things are not one and the same. That was not like I worked eight straight days or I worked Super Bowl Sunday. I think I'll give myself a day off. I earned it. Hey, and by the way, I could because I have those days. I pride myself in not taking sick days. I hate that. We usually grind through it. But honestly, it was the right thing. In that case, it was the right thing. The Jim Rome Show. Weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville's Sports Radio. Well, Adam Schefter is reporting the Saints and the Broncos are finalizing a deal, which will make Sean Payton the next head coach of the Broncos. Now, a couple packages that have been thrown out there, but I guess it's up to the Saints to pick one. Denver's first-round pick this upcoming draft and next year's second-round pick for, the, for Sean Payton and the Saints' 2024 third round pick. So they would swap second and third round picks in 2024. So this year's first and then swapping second and third in 2024. Or Denver's first round pick in 2024. And it's okay. So the fourth round pick this year uh-huh. and a first round pick in 2024. Yeah. I mean, I think I'd rather have the one and the two. Uh, I think so. Yeah, I mean, why would you want the first and the know. fourth? What's the advantage of that unless you think? Well, wh- why would you want uh, – you're, you're, you, Sean Payton's going to be their coach next year. Yeah. Do you think the draft is stock is going to go up? Like you're going to get a better draft position? I would think so. With a year under Sean Payton? That doesn't make any sense. Devlin, what are we doing? I've got massive breaking news once again. All right, former former 49ers defensive coordinator uh, D'Amico Ryans. Yeah. And the Houston Texans reached an agreement today on a six-year deal. Yeah. Okay. Six years. Okay. That's how bad they wanted him. Thank you, Devlin. So, again, the worst-kept secret is finally out. So, finally. Six-year deal. Okay. I don't understand why. Why do they feel the need to give him six years? Well, because they gave the last two coaches, you know, I don't know how long their contracts were, but they fired them after one and done. Yeah. And again, the contracts are guaranteed. So if you're D'Amico Ryans, you go, listen, the only way I'm coming up in here is if you guys guarantee me six years because you guys were one and done with the last two straight head coaches. Okay. That's why. Whew. All right. There we go. A lot of breaking news, like I said. Um, so D'Amico Ryans will now be in the AOC South again. This time on the sidelines as a head coach, mm-hmm. not a player. Hope Springs Eternal. Yep. And he's got, you know, he's got a high draft pick. They're probably going to pick a quarterback. and Number two overall. Here we go with the rebuild Yep, down in Houston. So I would say New Orleans will pick door number one. 
is what I would think. The first and the second. This year's first and next year's second. That sounds good to me. You, you got Sean Payton next yeah, year. Yeah, let's, let's do that. And if that. there's anybody you can change Russell Wilson back into even a version close of Russell Wilson, it's Sean Payton. You would think. If Russell Wilson looks like Russell Wilson this year, next year, ain't nobody fixing him. No. This is what he is. No. He yeah. gone. Yeah. Whatever reason, he hit the proverbial wall. He's done. Yeah. And, and Denver's had a whole lot of money. Yeah. It's big move for the uh, the brand-new ownership out there. And in, Sean Payton going to turn him around. No. Well, you know, he, it, he's got to return to form. That's the only chance they have. Oh, yeah. No, the whole thing's built into him. Yeah. The Broncos and the Browns are in the same situation, essentially, where they've given the all form yeah. to this quarterback now. And whether or not the health, the health of their entire franchise – is on whether or not this quarterback succeeds or not. Yeah, That's the, it. Denver and Cleveland are right now in the waters, and they're either going to sink yeah. or they're going to swim Yeah, with Deshaun Watson on one side yeah. and Russell Wilson and Sean Payton on the other side. Yep. We'll see who's who's going to be swimming yeah. and who's going to be at the bottom. And this game is Survivor where you are already in a conference with what looks like four Hall of Famers potentially in their prime Yeah, at quarterback. All around you. So, you're trying to compete. This is what you got to do to compete. Let's go to Tony in Nolensville. Tony, what's up? Good afternoon, guys. You know, I have taken it upon myself to name this two-hour segment each day as the Mac Attack two-hour segment. Now, I don't know if that is infringing on a certain fast food restaurant if they have that title patent well uh, <laughs> wish they would sponsor it and then we wouldn't worry about yeah, it we wouldn't hey, we would just they, say it all the time welcome aboard <laughs> that is true <laughs> while we eat during the breaks <laughs> absolutely there you go thank you for having the goat on uh you know a couple of weeks ago i brought up a question about just his you know the recruiting situation and i by no means want anybody to even think that I was that I would ever be down on Tim Corbin. He is one phenomenal individual. He uh I just I love the guy. He's great for Nashville, great for all of baseball and of course, you know, great for Vanderbilt, but he is phenomenal. And Justin, you were talking about his memory Yes, sir. If you've ever attended something special, I'm going to tell you what's special to attend. Go to the opening baseball banquet that starts before the season. Okay. And uh, he can recite every player on that roster. There's statistics coming out of high school. There's statistics what they did last year playing. Their parents, their background, he does it with the coaches. And he does it all by memory. It's unbelievable how just to see this guy do this. And it's during the on the baseball banquet each year in February. That's a gift. Um, that is a gift. Oh, it is an unbelievable gift. And, uh, you know, guys, I saw this last night, maybe over the weekend. Well, this week, when's the groundhog come out? Is that? On the second or is that the first of February? Second. Thursday, well, we've already started to see the basketball groundhog making his predictions. (laughs) And is it Lenardi? 
you know, <laughs> how does uh, I just it just goes all over me each year that he starts coming out and starts making all these predictions, first four in, last four out, first four out, blah, blah, blah. And, I mean, he's good at what he does to an extent, but I think a lot of times he's overkill with it. I think he a lot of times becomes the, you know, the guy that does the political stuff, Granecki, on these uh the national news affiliate stations. Tony, I mean, just he doesn't care, man. As long yeah. as you're talking about him, that that's his goal. And, oh, and and you're right, you're right. And he, uh, but it just it just wears me out that we're already starting to hear about it. And don't tell me when it gets selection Sunday that these commissioners, these athletic directors, don't go in that meeting room. And do not, they said they block all that out. They don't listen to it. You know, good and well, they take in his accounts on a lot of these selections they do. Don't y'all agree with that? I, I think it's the other way around. <laughs> I think, I think they've been, I think they have been talking to him perhaps more than he's been, they've been listening to him. If you understand what I'm getting at, Tony. I, th- I think, I think the relationship is the other way around, sir. Uh, no, no, I'm saying I, I'm thinking they're not taking his advice into account. I think he's taking their advice into account. Uh, maybe so, but it just it just kills me. I mean, we've still got a lot of basketball left, but it's already starting, and I'm like, already, seriously, dude. You know? Did you look at it? Which brings? Did you look at it, Tony? Which, do what? Did you look at it when he put it out? Uh, it changes. It what? changes. No, almost did you daily. did you look at what he put out? No, you you didn't. <laughs> you felt compelled to call about, about it, but you didn't look I at it. I will call about it because I don't care. Okay. I don't care about okay. it. But okay. I get up, I get upset. That first thing is you're watching a ball game and these announcers throw it on the screen, and I'm like. I don't, I don't care about this. I don't even care about it. And it just, I'm like, why are they already throwing this out here now and with still so much basketball to play? No, it just it just irritates me. Which brings me to Look, I last. understand what you're getting at, Tony. I do too. But here's the deal, because I'm with you. Like, I understand. It's overkill and it changes. Like, it's, it's silly. Like, you're not like wrong. Mock, it's like the mock draft. By the way, he's not wrong because you know why? It's ever-changing yeah. it's constantly evolving so he can say hey well that's that's what i had you know yeah. three weeks before the conference before they started the conference tournaments so, yeah. anyway, so the point is look i'm i feel exactly like you but you know what sport uh who was this this is bill bender bill bender we'll probably get him on the show and and it, you'll probably make you mad bill bender sporting news Put one out today too, you and know, I was reading it. And I was that. reading it, Tony. I was looking at it, and I'm like, <laughs> "What am I doing? I don't, I don't care." But I was looking. That's the point. <laughs> and and Darren, let me ask you this: Where did and when did he become the guru? When? Who, Joe? Yes. When ESPN propped him up. <laughs> Let's say since he is look. How did Matthew Barry become the fantasy football guy? Because ESPN propped oh, him right. up. Joe Lenardi, how did he become the bracketology? 
Because ESPN, his employer, propped him up. That, that's what they did. They same created place, him. Same place Mel Kuyper came from. Same place, yeah. you know, Mayock. Mel Kuyper and, and, and Todd McShay. Todd McShay. Same deal. Where did Todd McShay Are they come draft from? gurus? No, they're not. Have they been general managers? They're, have they been? Their picks have been atrocious over the years. But you know what? Again, it's an inexact science, and people will click on their stuff, and people will watch what they say even though they are incredibly wrong all the time. But ESPN props them up. Props them up. Well, last but not least, so what do you think might be the outcome of tonight's Vandy Bama game? You think it's going to be ugly? He's one of young. Well, considering what the, the timing is awful, right? Because Alabama just got, I mean, mopped. On yeah, I mean, they got embarrassed. In fact, to an unranked team, and I don't believe anybody's been beat that badly, that highly ranked by an unranked team. I think that's the stat I saw. So they're going to be incredibly mad. It's down there. I, I just think this is a really – I hate it because I think it's a, it's a tough spot. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. Guys, thank you for taking the calls. Great show. Thank you for having Corbs on today. Yes, Good sir. Deal. Plan right. on doing it more. Thank you, Tony. Yeah, I mean, that is the goal, uh, to have Corbs joining us all the time on this show. So, Excellent. Yeah. Uh, let's go down to Columbia. Nate, you're up next. Welcome in. What's up, guys? Uh, so I finished listening to the POP game, and I do have to say I've listened to all – of them that you and Care have been doing, y'all been doing a great job. Oh, thank you. Appreciate that. We're having fun. Yeah, I especially, I especially love the one with uh, Wayne D. That was a very entertaining one. It really was, Nate. And I, you know, I, I don't want that to come off poorly, but I don't really know Wayne. But I, I've, you know, we've gotten to know each other a little bit since. Like, I really enjoyed it, and um, yeah, it was that was a lot of fun. And I didn't really know what we're gonna we were gonna get out of that because I didn't really know Wayne. Uh, we really haven't had any interaction, but uh, he was very complimentary of the podcast as well. Very complimentary before we even started. Said he listens every everyone that comes out, um, and we we had a lot of fun. Yeah, he was great. Thanks yeah, for see, saying that. I didn't that. even know that. I didn't know that he uh, was originally in Vegas. Yeah, I didn't so either. Was, I didn't either till was, I was prepping for the interview. No, I didn't either. Yeah, that was very cool to find out. Yeah. Uh, so I was one. Are y'all going to be paying attention to the skills competition and the all-star games this weekend? Uh, the NHL? NHL? Yeah. Yeah. I'll have so, it on, Darren, sure. Darren, you were talking about uh, some of the all-star competition with Kara and, uh, oh, my gosh, the beat reporter for the Preds. I can't remember her Emma, name right Emma, now. Emma Lincoln. Yeah, Emma Lincoln. Did you go and research any of what else is going to be coming? No. Are you going to inform us? So, there is the only other thing that I know of for a fact, and this is because of another podcast that I listened to out of Canada, 32 Thoughts. Um, they are going to be doing something that is going to be called, uh, what is it, uh, Pitch and Puck, P-U-C-K. Okay. So... There have been rumors that they are going to incorporate number 17 at TPC Sawgrass 
in some fashion yes. Yes. in a competition. And it, whether they're going to be at the actual course or whether they're going to recreate it for a more uh, hockey viable way of you know doing whatever they're going to be doing – that I'm really excited to see what that's going to be like yeah. from a golf perspective and a hockey perspective. I think Emma brought that up in the latest uh, podcast, but either she, either she told us that off the air. I'm pretty sure she told us uh, in the podcast. Uh, I'd have to I, I don't remember. I don't remember. I she hearing did. It. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. They are going to a golf course. Yep. And there's also something that's going to, apparently now it's again this is from a different podcast that i listen to so it may or may not be true there's going to be something about gators that they're going to be doing hmm. like shooting like well, this Florida, maybe after all. meat pucks in the gators mouths or something like that hmm. maybe it sounds like somebody needs to be signing some insurance waivers uh, yeah, it does. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, like I said, that, I'm just really interested with all this information that I've been hearing uh, to see what it's going to look like and everything. Yeah, I think the thing with Gators is just t- it's, I think Tim Tebow is going to be there. I think that's what it is. <laughs> oh, special guest. <laughs> yeah. Special guest. Special Gator <laughs> guest, Tim Tebow. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good well, I like, one, in all seriousness, I like that they're, you know, they're thinking outside the box. They're trying to be doing, creative. Yeah, they're trying to be creative, exactly. and, you know, we're talking about it, right? So, mission accomplished. Yeah. When they come and to maybe, Nashville, they'll maybe, be using guitars for slap shots next time. I, th- I think maybe, they were attempting uh, to do be, that before. Maybe they'll be shooting the uh, meat pucks off of the roof of the arena because, you know, it is in the middle of the swamp. So Yep, it is. Yeah, very it creative. Is out in the middle of nowhere. In Sunrise, Y'all have a great Florida. day, guys. Thank you, Nate. Thank you, Nate. So it looks like Broncos have chosen, or the Saints, excuse me, door number one. Shocking. Yes. I am just a mind Yes. According to Ian Rappaport. A first-round pick this year, a second-round pick next year. Wow. I mean, just shocking. Yeah. Wow. That's kind of where they needed to How go. How did there. we know that? We're, like, so smart. Yeah. Yeah. Man, we're good. That's why you listen. <laughs> we'll come back. More of the McFarland Show next. Individual rates, coverage offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions. Not available in all areas. Actual pie customer. The other workers' comp insurance company, they were going to reclassify our business, and then they were going to charge me $50,000. Meet Natalie, owner of the carpentry shop. Shocked by an unexpected bill, she knew it was time to switch her workers' comp provider. That's when she found Pie Insurance. When we got the quote back from Pie, it was a sigh of relief. They put us in a policy where we fit. Is your small business overpaying for workers' comp insurance? See how much you could save at IWantPie.com. Plus, when you sign up for pay-as-you-go billing, your premium is based on your actual payroll, not an estimate. So your workers' comp audit experience is simplified. I'm grateful that there's a company out there that's willing to insure us little guys because every dollar counts with pie insurance you get pricing and coverage made for small businesses what are you waiting for ask your agent for pie or get a quote in three minutes at iwantpie.com that's iwantpie.com what happens to your decision making when you drink well after one drink you feel confident a few more and calling your ex at 1 a.m seems like a great idea and you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. 
get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control of your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank accounts, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problem now by calling the experts at U.S. Tax Shield and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new law that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. U.S. Tax Shield offers a price protection guaranteed quote to get you protected today. U.S. Tax Shield is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, so call now, 800-785-9132. That's 800-785-9132. U.S. Tax Shield, 800-785-9132. When you're away from home and you want down-home cooking, Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel is the answer. Excellent, fresh, and local, just like Grandma used to make. Start your day with a Music City omelet and some prime rib hash. Or a cast iron waffle with Nashville hot chicken. For those wanting variety, hit the biggest breakfast buffet in Music City. And, of course, the world-famous Biscuit Bar. Start your day with the fresh, local, and down-home cooking of Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. It's the afternoon stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. You know what the Mets stand for? It's Metropolitan. Yeah, that one. Metropolitan yeah. is a flavor of ice cream, right? Neapolitan. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Was that real? I mean, half and half. Oh, man. You talk about throwing me off complete. <laughs> My equator is gone. <laughs> the afternoon stretch. Afternoon stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. So I do remember, Justin, that Denver's pick was given away to Seattle. So yes. their pick is very high. That's not the pick that New Orleans is getting. They're actually getting pick 29 from the 49ers. Okay, well, you know. So I I guess maybe now that I think about it, it was... So it's really two second-round picks, yeah, essentially, if you well, want to look at it in a certain way. Yeah, sort of, yeah kind of, sort of way. Yeah. Yeah. Still, it's the better. It's the better solution. Yeah, it's the better, yeah. yeah but I was like, they that. got a high pick. Yeah. Well, they're not going to be that high. And it's like, oh, that's right. They don't have a high pick because they gave away the farm to get Russell Wilson. It's all gravy for the Saints. It, you know, it's fine. It does seem like this is going to be really difficult for Denver to oh, – I, I think when you have that much invested in a coach – and a quarterback mm-hmm. that right now doesn't look like the same quarterback. Yeah. I don't know how how they're going to really expect to be true contenders. Well, yeah, plus you have, you have factored in the fact that they're in the division with, you know, Patrick Mahomes and they're in the division with Justin Herbert and I don't know, whoever the Raiders And whatever whatever is. whatever is going on in Las Vegas. Because it seems And whatever like, they decide to do out there with that. If you start reading social media and you start looking at stuff, it seems like the new dot connecting is TB12 to Northern California. Oh, you know to what? To San Francisco and not <laughs> Vegas. Yeah, and that means, oh, I've seen all the rumors, and I'm sure you've seen it too. Uh, according to 
everybody else. Uh, Trey Lance is supposed to arrive here at some point next week. I think it was Mike Sando who just put that out. Uh, on the and athletic. you know, via trade by. The, and listen, yes. I'm not saying it can't happen. I don't. I don't know. I'm just saying that you know that's the latest rumor, and now Brock Purdy will be the backup because Tom Brady yes. is going home, and all they gotta do is get Brady in the room with Joe Montana and John Lynch and all the other 49ers legends, and he'll sign the deal. By the way, just to show people how tough Brock Purdy is and then how bad he was really hurt, he had a torn UCL. Yeah, that's basically Tommy John surgery. Yeah, to get him back. Yeah, it was a major injury. Yeah. So, yeah. In there trying to so, I out. think it was Mike Sando from The Athletic. And we just had him on not that long ago. Maybe time to yes. circle back around. Sure. Him. I think he put out there Trey Lance to Nashville. If that happened, mm-hmm. what do you think the reaction in this market would be? Like, what would our callers oh, say? man, listen. Some people would love it. Some people would hate it, as okay. always. So, you think it would be a mixed bag? Oh, very much so. Very much so a mixed bag. And, you know, people would be like, well, I wanted a, a younger boy. What has Trey Lance done? He hasn't done anything. You know, I, I saw something interesting today on, on Twitter about this exact issue. And the Twitter handle, whatever it was, was absolutely correct. There are people who would call and say, I don't want Trey Lance because Trey Lance hasn't proven anything in his time in the NFL. What did you want to do instead? Oh, I want to draft someone. Well, what has the draft pick proven exactly <laughs> that you want? The draft pick hasn't proven uh, a- anything absolutely either. Absolutely nothing. He's proven absolutely nothing. So you would want a draft pick, but you don't want Trey Lance. Here, okay, I agree. So here's why I would lean towards, because it's not going to be a 50-50 split. There, I agree with you. It's going to be a mixed bag, but one of the bags is going to lean heavier than the other bag. Oh, that's probably true. And so you kind of were painting the picture. You believe the bag that leans the heaviest a little bit could be the, eh, what do we know about him? We yeah, don't know if he's oh, any yeah. good. Yeah. Okay, but here's my counter to that. The new general manager who would make that trade mm-hmm. was in those rooms. He was. And did a whole lot of studying of Trey Lance. He did. And they did a whole lot of homework on Trey Lance. They did. So much that they were willing to give up a lot. Yeah, to get him. To move up to get him. Okay. They felt very compelled that Trey Lance was going to be a star in this league. Yes. They did a lot. They moved some mountains. Mm-hmm. I've been to San Francisco. They have hills. They don't really. They do have hills. They don't really, they the full house hills. Mountains. like you know, The full a house. Lot of hills. Full house. House. They moved hills. Up on a hill. Yes. To get Trey Lance. And the other thing that I would like about it is when we think of the 49ers. Do we think of them as a good drafting team or not so good drafting team? Good. There you go. Very good. A franchise who's been drafting well. Yes. And a general manager that just came from that franchise that drafts well. Yes. So, therefore, I would lean into the bag of, well, I I think it's good. Yes. No, and I would think it's good, too. What's he done? We don't know. Yeah. He may be a bust. Okay. People aren't thinking like that, though. People are just reacting to the natural thing that, that comes across. Listen, the fan base is going to be disgruntled until the Lombardi gets here. That, that's just the way it's going to be. So no move that this franchise makes is going to be universally liked or loved, I think, uh, unless it's just firing people. We like doing that, so let's fire the person. Um and then whoever they bring in, though, is going to have a cloud over them until the Lombardi gets here. That's just the way this is going to go. 
the no other, matter what move is made. The other thing, Justin, is it's the unknown should create excitement. No disrespect. But, eh, if I'm saying that, yeah, then here comes prob- some disrespect. Here, here comes probably a healthy dose of disrespect. Hold on, everybody. There's some disrespect you're no ready to disrespect, come from but- Darren McFarland. Here we go. <laughs> We know what Ryan Tannehill is. I think we do at this okay? point. Okay, like it's we know what he is, and everything's gotta line up perfectly. Yeah, the stars have to line up, line up perfectly, for everything to come together, for the Titans to make yeah. the long run. And here's get to here's the problem with that: the call is gonna come in and say, "You know what Ryan Tannehill, but I know what Trey Lance is too, and that's hurt." He's been hurt the whole time he's been in the NFL. Fair. Okay. There's there, there's somebody saying it in their car right now. And how did Ryan Tannehill's season end? He was hurt. <laughs> so maybe the, he was hurt in Miami too. So that's got, <laughs> that's why Miami gave up because he was hurt a lot. They're, they're, they're quarterbacks. And this just in. He's not getting any younger. No. So I, I think that this is. That would be a good thing. I do. Even though it's the unknown. But the unknown for a young player should create excitement. Ryan Tannehill is going to be 34. Yeah. Like there Again, no disrespect. No disrespect. Stand but, by for disrespect. But <laughs> we know what he is. Yeah. There's nothing new there. There's no curiosity. There's nothing new. It's not like, huh. That's interesting. Didn't know Ryan Tannehill was going to bring that to the table this year. No. That's not what we'll be saying next year. He's probably not going to find a whole new game next year. No, he's not. Now, here's the other thing that we're not talking about yet, but we need to be, and that is that the 49ers have just had their defensive coordinator hired uh, by the Houston Texans. And now and, he's in the division. And now he's in the division. And, and here's, Facing you twice. Here's, here's what we need to be thinking about. As we talked about, we have already asked every NFL analyst that we've had on how many players from the San Francisco 49ers are going to end up with the Titans next year because their director of player personnel is now the GM of the Titans. The same exact question can be asked. How many players from the 49ers next year or last year are going to end up with the Houston Texans? Because you know who else was privy to some of those meetings and information about Trey Lance? And you know what other team that's currently looking for a quarterback right now? That would be the Houston Texans. And do you think the Houston Texans and their brand new head coach might be more comfortable with a quarterback they already know versus picking somebody from college and they can spend that number two overall pick elsewhere? I I think I think they might be interested in that. I'm just saying. They got the second pick in the draft. They so, get to pick whatever quarterback they want. Yeah, but they what? But the uh, but it's the unknown I, though. I know, Justin. But you, I know you can't do this. So just hear me out. All right, man, I know you me. can't do this. But in that market, whatever that market fans identify, whether it's Bryce Young, no, C.J. Stroud, right, whatever. That's what they they've envisioned that guy. That's who I'm getting the jersey of, and that's who I'm buying tickets for. That's our new guy. That guy's going to glory. I don't want Trey Lance. Like we ain't good making San Francisco. Well, let's go out and get our own guy. He's right here in the draft. He's ours for the taking. We get the first quarterback in the draft. I'm just saying it wouldn't go over. Oh, I know. I got you. All right. We'll come back. We'll step away and wrap up Tuesday's edition of the McFarland Show. We'll do that next.
What's your next dream? Paying off your credit card? Remodeling your kitchen? Exploring the rainforest of Costa Rica? Whatever your dreams, they take some planning. And State Farm agent Austin Hardy is right here in the Middle Tennessee community to lend a hand. As your local good neighbor, he can help you look at the things you want to save for and come up with a plan to make those saving goals happen. Because your money should work just as hard as you to achieve your dreams. So whether it's being free of debt or free to roam the world, call State Farm agent Austin Hardy here in the Middle Tennessee community. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Are you looking for a trusted partner who knows AT&T business inside and out? ABS Communications is an organization built on the premise that telecom solutions and working with companies like AT&T can often be complicated and the customer needs someone to help them navigate through these complexities. They make complex simple. Whether it's helping maintain, manage, or secure your business, ABS Communications is here to help all your business telecom and mobility needs. Their business was built with the goal of simplifying the process of connectivity for the customer and establishing a long long-term relationship of trust through transparency and accountability. ABS Communications is a top five AT&T authorized agent with over 200 years of AT&T technical experience. You can call Mark and the gang at 615-349-8588 or you can visit their website at abscomcomm.net. And remember, mention the McFarland Show to ABS and you could get up to $250 in a Visa gift card for new ABS business customers. Realtors abide by a code of ethics. This is Article 9 in action. Beth, a first-time homebuyer, knew nothing about the home buying process, except that she wanted to buy a home. But her Realtor had the expertise to make sure Beth understood every document, even giving her copies to review with her lawyer so Beth could close on her first home with confidence. Complicated things explained in simple terms. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. Bundling car and renter's insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? Look for the signs. Chances are they live in a home and have a car. They use money and enjoy having more of it. They probably drink lots of lemonade. Mmm, lemonade. And they've probably said something suspicious like, I'm bundling with GEICO or stop spying on me with those binoculars. If so, you may want to ask them how easy it was to bundle with GEICO. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. Dazzling diamonds, royal rubies, elegant emeralds, and stunning sapphires. Now's the time to discover an exquisite variety of radiant, prize-winning jewels that are set to take your breath away. This gorgeous, one-of-a-kind display won't be found at the finest jewelry stores, but rather at your nearest Tennessee lottery retailer with Jumbo Bucks Jewels Instant Games. Collect glistening top prizes of up to $300,000 and make every win sparkle. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. It's a Bill King show. Smoked a turkey. Smoked it about nine hours. You know the little red button? I've never liked that, first of all. And I don't trust it. The internal temperature is what you should trust, not the stupid red button. That red button never popped out either. And I was, I was starting to get worried because my wife likes the red button. I don't. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. I've seen this band many times, and I like them. So, all the Nickelback haters, haters. Jeez, just... No, there's a lot out there. I don't know what. I they... don't know. Okay, if it's you just... say so, I'm not trying to fight you about it. Well, you don't know anything about that. No? About Nickelback hate? No, yeah. no, oh, I don't. Real, I don't know anything Justin. about that. It's real. Okay, it's real, man. 
kind of like it's real. The man, there's new Adam Schefter. Whew. Him and Ian Rappaport just are going back and forth. Breaking news: This Forty uh, ers have requested to interview Chris Harris for their DC spot to be because, the defensive coordinator. Okay, yeah, to be the defensive coordinator. Uh, of course, D'Amico Ryan's just named Texans new head coach. They gave him a six-year deal. Now we just had Chris Harris a couple weeks ago on the show. WSMV's Chris Harris. Mm-hmm. Just to clarify, this is not Channel 4's Chris Harris. This is the one that was a former player uh, and has been a coach in the league. Not okay. The, not just, just it's not TV, TV Chris Harris. Coming over from the Commanders, correct? Yeah. Okay. Correct. So he was hired, according to USA uh, Today, Titans Wire. They reported that Chris Harris was hired uh, to be the Titans defensive passing game coordinator. That's what I f- is So that is what you that's said. That's what I said during the break. I yes. go, didn't the Titans hire him? Yes. Yes, they did. But now he's being offered a full blown a bigger job. DC job now. Or in theory. He's being interviewed for one. Well my I don't I don't know. I, I And the Titans already that. have a DC. Well, I so say, I, I mean I what do you, what do you gotta do? Yeah. You know just you know so if they lose them, they lose them. And then you have to search for a brand new defensive passer, you know, defensive. What, what is it? Defensive pass game coordinator. Yeah, sure. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Whatever you say. I'm still not sure what that is, but okay. <laughs> I'm sure it's it's a busy job. Next football. I'm sure. Next football player in here. We got to. What is the defensive? Never mind. Continue. If he stays here, we can have him on and ask. That him. would be great. I'm very curious as to what the job duties are. Exactly. What do you do again? He's a defensive pass coordinator. Whatever. Woo! That's another fast-moving show. A lot going on. A lot going on. That'll do it for us today. Remember, be cognizant of the weather. Yes. Maybe some freezing rain. So just be aware of that. Have a great and safe rest of your Tuesday. We'll talk to you tomorrow at two o'clock. Afternoon stretch is next.